Good afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Friday the 4th of August. Another development in the hunt for missing Marukupa man Tom Phillips and his three children. Police have located the stolen ute used by Phillips in various sightings across Waikato on Wednesday. They received a tip from a member of the public around 11 this morning who spotted the vehicle off Marukupa Road in Ta'anga in the Waitomo region. The Eagle helicopter was also dispatched. The family disappeared 18 months ago. Utorohonga Mayor Max Baxter says the sightings are good news. It confirms Phillips is still in the area. And one just assumes and certainly hopes that the children are all okay. The sightings are obviously a welcome relief certainly for the police and the family that have been waiting for so long. One of the victims of the latest Auckland CBD shooting remains in a critical condition. The other is stable. Officers were called to reports of fighting between two groups unknown to each other on Lower Queen Street around 11.30 last night. One person fired up to four shots, shooting one person in the head and another in the abdomen. Police are on the hunt for the offenders, including one who arrived and left on a Lime scooter. Detective Senior Sergeant Craig Bolton says he's concerned for the victims who were going about their own business. They weren't looking for trouble and our job is to locate the offender and hold them responsible. So and that's what we're busy doing. Auckland City Centre Residents Association's Anthony Phillips says residents are praising the police response. By the sort of later early hours of this morning, the cordons and the area were taken away and uh, it was back to business as usual. A defence professor says the country needs to listen to security warnings from the government. The government's launched three defence documents, including our first national security strategy. They highlight focus areas such as strengthening Indo-Pacific ties and having a combat-capable defence force. Massa University Centre for Defence and Security Studies Director William Hovard says it's unique to have senior government officials all say that we're in a deteriorating threat environment. I think it's something that we need to kind of take heed of. I don't see that as a political statement. I see that as a security sector statement. It's hoped Dunedin's hospitality scene will get several bites of the cherry ahead of another major event. 30,000 people are expected to pour into Forsyth Bar Stadium for the All Blacks' second Bledisloe Cup test against Australia tomorrow. The city's already running on an economic high post-FIFA, with the tournament projected to bring in more than $10 million. Hospitality New Zealand's Mark Scully is anticipating tomorrow's afternoon kickoff will change the dynamics for hospitality. I'm hoping that back to 2.30 we'll, we'll go back to the old days when you have a good Friday night crowd in town because people don't want to risk travelling the day of the game. In sport, former All Blacks and Canterbury loose forward Alex Wiley's paid tribute to teammate Tane Norton following news of his death aged 81. Silver Ferns defender Karen Burgers says there is a way that she and Jane Watson can get the better of 1.98 metre shooter Janelle Fowler if they come up against Jamaica in the Netball World Cup final. And the province of Alberta has withdrawn support for a bid centred around Calgary and Edmonton to host the 2030 Commonwealth Games, ending any chance of bringing the multi-sport event back to Canada for its centennial. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That is your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.